If you notice any tension in your body, let go of it. You notice any little adjustment you need to make in your posture, go ahead and do it now. Your body should be relaxed, comfortable. There's a pleasantness in the sensations of the body. There's a pleasantness in the stillness. Now as we refine the focus of our attention further, retain in your peripheral awareness that pleasantness, that relaxed, comfortable feeling of the body. And now, shift your attention to the sensations produced by the breath, anywhere they happen to occur, your chest, your abdomen, your nostrils, your shoulders. And allow your mind to freely explore that experience, the sensations of the breath. Take a moment to experience in particular the sensations of the breath in the area of the abdomen as the surface of the abdomen rises and falls. Shift your attention to the upper part of your chest and your shoulders and observe the sensations there as you breathe. Just take one deliberate deep breath just to make those sensations clear and then breathe naturally. Now bring your attention to that place around your nostrils where you can feel the air entering and leaving your body. Make that the focus of your attention. Sensations in your chest and shoulders will probably still be there in the background. Likewise, the sensations in the abdomen. But make the sensations at the nose the focus of your attention.
and in the background of your awareness, there should still be an awareness of your entire body. With that relaxed, comfortable feeling of stillness that you noticed earlier. As you observe the sensations of the breath of the nose, in the background of your awareness, there will still be the sounds. There will still be this awareness of what a wonderful thing it is to be here in this place and at this time. A special place, a special time. trying to shut anything out, allow it all to be there. There's probably some thoughts passing through your mind. Let them come and go. Let it all be there. as your attention rests on the sensations of the breath, and as you follow those sensations through one in-breath, and an out-breath, and then the next. while allowing everything else to be there in the background. See if you can follow your breath for 10 consecutive breaths. At the end of each exhale, and that pause before the next breath begins, then you count. First one, two, and if you lose count, or if your mind drifts away and you miss part of the breath, start over. The objective is to now, ten consecutive breaths.
Notice how even while thoughts come and go, you can still follow the breath. You can still, still keep your attention on those sensations. how even with all of the other sounds and body sensations present in the background, you can still keep your attention focused on the breath. single-pointed, not about being thought-free, it's just about staying with the sensations of the breath. Notice there's a certain satisfaction, a pleasure in simply being able to stay with the breath. And you may notice that by doing so, there's a calmness that's also quite pleasant. Keep these in your peripheral awareness. Let a small, gentle smile form on your lips in response to that feeling of satisfaction. Cease counting, just continue to follow the breath.
see if you can notice exactly when the in-breath begins and exactly when it ends. Exactly when the out-breath begins and exactly when it ends. And notice that there's a little pause before the in-breath and another one before the out-breath. What I particularly want you to notice is how you can follow the breath, you can notice those beginnings and endings and pauses, and you can still be aware of the world around you, of your body, of the coming and going of thought in your mind. you to make note of the way that you can miss one of those beginnings or endings or pauses whenever your attention wavers, whenever it goes to a thought or sensation. 
direct your attention to your left hand. Feel all of the sensations that are present in your left hand. The touch, the pressure, the temperature. All of the detailed sensations that you were not aware of when you were following the breath. is the quality of the awareness of your breath as you do this. Shift your attention to the sensations in your right foot without losing awareness of the sensations in your left hand. Notice a kind of wavering and alternating between these two as the sensations in your hand become clearer, those in your foot less clear, and vice versa. Play with that a little bit. See if you can find a balance point where you're equally aware of both your hand and your foot. perception to when you had only focused on one at a time. attention back to the sensations of the breath of the nose. And observe the things that you've discovered about the way awareness and attention work as you follow the breath of the nose.
make it your goal to identify the end of the in-breath with the same precision that you can perceive the beginning of the in-breath. Likewise for the beginning and the end of the out-breath. Let this task engage your mind to help you remain stably focused. Don't forget to retain an awareness of the comfort, the relaxed pleasantness of your body, pleasure and satisfaction in your mind, being able to follow the breath. some discomfort in your body, just let it be. Notice that there are pleasant sensations as well.
Take a deep breath. <coughs> Gradually open your eyes. So, in the periods when I didn't say anything, you may have experienced some forgetting and mind wandering. And if you did, you knew what to do, right? Did you know what to do? You feel good about realizing that that's what was happening. You gently bring your attention back. What will happen? As the periods of mind wandering will get shorter and less frequent. Eventually it won't happen. Forgetting will still happen. But mind wandering will become much less common. There's, there's another way of dealing with forgetting that I haven't talked to you about yet. But what I want to tell you is to the degree that you feel annoyance or disappointment dissatisfaction and judge yourself for the mind-wandering that happens, it's probably going to take longer before you get to that place where it doesn't happen. Were you able to retain some awareness of pleasure, physical and mental as you were meditating? Did you find it made a big difference? a very important thing. It makes a huge difference. What you really have in here is a herd of cats. <laughs> wanting to go every which way. And the only way you can get them to go in the same direction is to have some tuna. <laughs> tuna for the mind is pleasant feeling. An awareness of pleasant sensation. They're inevitably are going to be some unpleasant sensations, physical and mental in the form of restlessness or, or doubt or whatever it is that comes up. But there are always some pleasant ones there. And your natural tendency, as you probably have noticed, the mind's natural tendency is to emphasize the, the unpleasant side. So all you have to do is shift, shift that over in the other direction and it will, it will help your meditation quite a bit. to teach you how to do walking meditation. Uh, in our schedule, we allowed some time for walking meditation, but I'm not sure where that would happen unless everybody goes out in the parking lot. <laughs> um, Sometimes when I do laps around the building, do laps around the building. <laughs> well, well, let me let me at least introduce you to the method, and we'll we'll figure out some way that you can at least try it out a bit. Um, first of all, I'd like you to realize that anything that you can accomplish in a sitting practice you can accomplish in walking meditation. It's far more powerful than most people realize. And it's very much an underutilized method. I, with sitting practice, it's easier to develop the focused, stable attention. If that was your only practice, you're going to develop stable, focused attention more easily, and it's going to be a little more difficult 
and increasing the power of your mindful awareness, keeping that awareness sharp and clear. Walking meditation, as I say, you can do anything in, in, in one form of meditation you can in the other. But in the walking meditation, it is more conducive to maintaining that peripheral awareness while at the same time your mind is, is staying anchored and still. And so I would highly encourage you to make part of your regular practice to do walking meditation. It can be done in a variety of ways, different circumstances. Sorry to interrupt, Master I was wondering if I could invite the people who came in late to come closer if they want to. Oh, yes, for sure. Um, if you guys, if anybody came in later, there's plenty of more seats up closer, so please feel free to come in closer so you don't have to be sitting out in the back. There are empty chairs, and if, if there are more cushions, uh, yeah. There's empty chairs and empty cushions, so whichever you would like, if you'd like to come closer. you can see me if I get up and demonstrate walking meditation. Let's see how it works. I have to adjust all of my paraphernalia. <laughs> are trying to take you somewhere else, past, future, something's happening somewhere else. Bring yourself back to the present. While you're doing that, you can explore the effects of walking at different speeds. What you'll notice, for example, is that the more rapidly you walk, the more completely automatic it becomes. Your body takes over. The mind doesn't have much to do. You'll notice the faster you walk, the more likely your mind is to go on a trip. When you walk more slowly, it's much less automatic, and you'll find that you have to keep a good focus of attention, because if you don't, you'll tend, your walking will become very unsteady, and you begin to lose your balance. So this is one of the variables that you can adjust in your practice. It is the speed of walking to have different, to produce different effects. So to begin with, just practice walking, being in the present, and discovering all kinds of things about walking. The relationship between the body and the mind, the effect that speed has on it. Explore the different sensations in your body. There's two kinds of sensations in particular that you want to explore. And this is just like in doing a breath meditation. We went from just being in the present, being aware of everything, and then we focused on, on the body, and then we focused on specifically breath-related sensations, and then finally zoomed in on sensations of the breath in one location. We're going to follow a similar pattern to that. So, you become aware of all the sensations in your body as you walk. You'll notice some movement in your hands, your hips, feelings, and uh, uh, muscles, and uh, tendons of your legs, and of course the sensations on the soles of your feet as you walk. Now, of all of those sensations, you begin to zero in more specifically on the ones that are in your legs and are most specifically connected to the act of walking. So you, when you lift your leg, you can feel a muscle contract, and you feel the, the sole of your foot leave the, the ground, and, and 
All of these movements are something that you can focus your attention on. To further refine this, use the sensations in the soles of your feet as, your, as the anchor for your attention. Your eyes are open, your ears are open, you're taking all kinds of things in. There's lots of peripheral awareness, but you want to anchor your attention. So you anchor your attention on the sensations on the soles of your feet for walking. So that takes the place of the sensations of the breath of the nose. And there's several different styles of walking that you can do. One is called step-by-step. That involves simply walking where you complete each step is completed before the next step begins, which is different than the way you usually walk. Because normally, as we step, the back foot starts coming up. And what you want to intentionally do is complete this step and shift your weight onto this foot before this foot moves. That's why it's called step by step. So it's one step at a time. And so you will, of necessity, walk a bit slower than you normally do. You'll definitely walk with more awareness than you usually do. And then what you can practice doing is directing and sustaining your attention. And it's really nice the way this works because if, let's say, I, I have shifted my attention, I've shifted my weight to this foot. Now I'm going to put my attention on the sole of the foot that's at the back. And I'm going to observe those sensations as I lift and move in place and shift. Now I'm going to shift my attention to the sole of the other foot and observe the sensations as I complete that step. So you are continuously directing and sustaining attention. In terms of meditative skills, this is the most fundamental meditative skill to master is directing and sustaining attention. So we do that step-by-step step walking. Now, as with following the breath, you can do this in more and more detailed ways. Uh, I, I suggested to you following the breath and trying to identify the beginning and the ending of each in-and-out breath and the pauses between them. And the more you do this, the better you'll get at it until they become really clear. And even the end of the out-breath, which tends to be the most subtle, is going to be as obvious to you as the beginning of the in-breath. And those pauses are going to be clear enough that you'll notice if they change in length and get longer and shorter. That will happen over time. Um, as you go on with the um, following the breath, you can begin to discern specific sensations. In the course of an in-breath, there are several different sensations that you will come to recognize that recur with every in-breath. And then likewise, there are several distinct sensations that recur as a part of every out-breath, between the beginning and between the end. This is a refinement of the, uh, of the breath meditation, of following the breath. It's something very similar in walking. So you can go from doing step-by-step -step walking, which is really good. Do that. Do lots of that. When you feel ready to practice maintaining a sharper, closer focus of attention, more detail, <coughs> while at the same time retaining a lot of peripheral awareness, which you need to do so that you don't run into something or stumble, then you move on to from step-by-step -step walking to three-part walking. Okay where you take the time to very clearly discern the sensations that occur in the process of lifting the foot. Because as you lift the foot slowly, there's a whole variety of sensations there. Then as you move it, and then as you place it. And so this, is, this allows you to practice much, much sharper attention and more, taking in more detail and doing it without losing the larger room. And when you get good at that, there is nine-part walking. And, uh, and don't bother doing this until you're, you feel like you're really ready. But when you're ready, it's absolutely wonderful. Uh, at a retreat, 
when I was taught this and uh, in the daily meditation interviews, my teacher said to me one day, tomorrow I want you to come back and describe in detail all of the sensations that you consistently experience in all nine parts of each step. <laughs> and that totally preoccupied my attention for the next 24 hours. <laughs> but it was wonderful. It moved me to a whole new level of, uh, of perceptual clarity and awareness and focus. But the way that works is when you've, when you've been doing the three-part walking, you find that each of those three parts can in turn be divided into three. So the, the lifting, you can find three parts to it. Now this is arbitrary, how you'll divide that. But I'll tell you how I divide it. Okay. When I lift the heel and uh, the outer edge of my foot, that's the first division. When the ball of my foot comes up, that's the second division. And then when my toes leave the ground, that's the third division. And then, with the moving, of course, is the lifting and the moving and the lowering. So there's three phases there. And it may seem to you that, with your attention on the soles of your feet, that there wouldn't be any difference in the sensations between while your foot is going up in the air, while it's going forward in the air, and while it's going down in the air. But if you start looking at it, you'll discover that there are different sensations. It does feel different. And then as far as the placing phase goes, the three parts that I divide that into are usually, if you're doing this method, you'll be walking slowly. When I'm walking slowly, the tendency is, instead of a heel strike, it's the front part of my foot that goes down first. So that's the first part. The rest of my foot's the second part. And then when I shift my weight, that's the third part. So that's how I divide that. You divide it up according to what is clearest and most natural for you. But then, and that's the nine part walking. And that will keep you busy for a while, but then when you're ready, you see if you can, in each of those nine parts, discern three distinct sensations that recur every time. Your mind will be so sharp when you do this. It's absolutely wonderful. So that's the basics of walking meditation. So start out walking slowly, experimenting with the speed, just trying to be present. And whenever your mind goes somewhere else, you bring it back to the present. In walking meditation, as you go to the more sophisticated methods, you'll find that by comparison with sitting meditation, it is easier to recognize when a thought is starting to carry you away, and it's easier to come back to the present. Because there is so much sensory involvement, and, and all sensations only happen in the present moment, right? There's so much sensory involvement that it's, it's easier to manage the mental processes during walking meditation. Which means that you don't get quite as good practice experience in recognizing those movements and gaining control over them because they're easier. <laughs> but that's fine. Yeah, it, allows, it allows you to refine other aspects of your meditation skill. So, yeah. So stay in the present moment, experiment with walking at different speeds, then begin focusing your attention on the soles of your feet, and then as you go along, uh, let the process become more and more refined. And I will mention, just as with using the sensations of the breath of the nose, an alternative is the abdomen. The sensations there are coarser, and therefore, ultimately, what you can do with them is you can't do quite as much with the sensations there as you can with the sensations at the tip of your nose. The same thing is true of walking. And some people find that they have a bit of problem using the soles of the feet as a meditation object. So if that should be the case with you, or if for any reason on some particular occasion it's a problem for you, then use the sensations in your legs the sensations of the muscles and the movements of the joints and so forth. It's, it's coarser, but it still provides a lot of, a, a lot of uh, information that you can 
focus your attention on and observe as you walk. So that's that's how you do walking meditation. Now, we can figure out a way to do to try it out right now before you forget everything I said. Um, that would be great. I'll let you. I'll, I'll let you MC that part. Well, we could we could um, we could try and do it in here, or we could take everyone outside. Well, there is there is some room to walk inside here, and there is room outside. So maybe we'll just let people pick, choose what they want. Okay. Yeah, you can choose whichever. Yes. Do you recommend to start um, doing it inside so you can be barefoot? No, actually. There's nothing wrong with doing walking meditation inside, but even from the very beginning, the best place to do walking meditation is outside. And it, footwear is not an important thing, whether you have it or what kind you have, except that if you wear sandals, it gives you a lot more sensitivity than if you wear hiking boots. But outside, because there's so much to see and hear and feel, and you go from sun to shade and breezes come and go and things like that, it's a much richer environment. And that's a whole aspect of walking meditation I didn't really get into. Yeah. I was just curious about, do you continue to walk forward ahead? Because I was taught that you do it in a 10-foot area, and you choose an area of 10 feet, and then you walk to the end and turn around and go back you you can do that, but you don't need to do that. You know, uh, and there's all kinds of places you can walk. At least if you don't mind other people thinking you're a bit weird for walking so slow, <laughs> uh, you can walk around the park. But you know, if you have a nice place in your backyard, you can just walk back and forth in your backyard. It doesn't matter. Um, when you're doing a very, very focused practice, then the variety of the environment doesn't matter as much. So if you were doing nine-part walking and trying to discern subtle sensations and things like that, um, you might want to, you know, just walking back and forth in a room or walking back and forth in, in uh, 10 or 15 feet probably be quite adequate for that. But my preference is outdoor walking where you have a fairly large space to move around. Uh, let's, let's do this for 15 minutes. Is that, how much time do we have? We have I think till 3.45 at the end of everything. It's correct. It is? Yes, we have until 3. So we have another hour and a half total. We have another hour and a half. Why don't you get some question and answer period? Okay. I think we okay. have some questions now, too. Good. What do you do with your hands? You just let them, you just let them be and notice what you're doing. Sometimes you'll put them behind you, sometimes in front of you, sometimes you'll let them hang down. And when you are experimenting with walking at different speeds, you'll notice that that affects where your hands naturally tend to go. When you're going very slowly, you'll tend to put your hands behind your back. When you're going more quickly, you tend to put your hands at the side. So, yeah, well, okay, let's, let's do this for 10 minutes then, I guess. 10 minutes? <laughs>